good morning. Neil here of the Offnet Radio Show. I'm here with my series, Who's Who in Santa Cruz, with one of my favorite people, Mr. Dave Ebert, who is one of the foremost experts on sharks here in the, in the world. So thankfully, he's coming back <laughs> on the show. And uh, we're going to talk about the. Actually, we're going to. This, this interview is going to be focused about the movie. The which, movie. The movie. Jaws. Which you don't pay much attention to. You don't pay much attention to Great White Sharks. But we're going to go. No. We're going to. I'm going to bust you up about the movie. Sure. But before we start, uh, first question is uh, Marianne's, do you go? And if you do go, what's your favorite flavor? Uh, I used to go all the time, but I haven't been there in a while. You got to kind of you know, get a little older there. You got to be a little careful how much you eat. Yeah. Um, but I used to love to take my uh, niece and nephew there, Lonnie and Austin. That was that was our sort of annual like thing to go to Marianne's. Yeah. I used to go there quite a bit. I don't. I haven't been there in a while, so I can't tell you what my favorite one. Anything now, but their milkshakes were the best milkshakes I'd ever had. Really good. Lo oh, I love those milkshakes yeah. there. So. Okay. Well, you and I cannot have milkshakes there. I know. We kind of hit that point. Can't do those anymore. But. So you grew up. You grew up from a five. As a five-year-old kid, you grew up with fascinating about fascination yep. about sharks yeah right yeah, and then the, yeah. and then in the eight, early 80s the movie came out right yeah the, when the movie yeah when the movie jaws came out and the thing i tried because everybody talks about the negative part of the whole thing the, the thing about what it did is it brought sharks kind of out of the shadows into the public conscience and yeah that, and really because in a frightening way or a good do you think or uh, a good way well i mean it was a, it was a it was a i thought it was a cool movie it's kind of you know monster movie kind of thing is yeah. kind of i looked at it, but you grow up around the ocean you just sort of take their sharks around yeah um but the, but the cool thing about like with with the whole jaws thing is that people suddenly started paying more attention to sharks and it really led to the whole basically the whole field of shark research because before jaws shark research was just the occasional shark attack yeah after jaws suddenly people got interested in not just white sharks but all kinds of sharks and that's kind of like where i came was in. it realistic I mean, the fish on the boat, and they got this twenty. Well, it looks like it's twenty-five feet long, foot well, long, twenty-five feet wide. The, well, the interesting thing is, when I first, I remember when you first saw the movie and the shark, the big climatic scene when the shark jumps in the back of the boat <laughs> and eats Quint and stuff. You remember thinking like, oh, sharks, white sharks can't jump; they're too big and clumsy. Right. Well, you know, I went 15, 20 years later when I was uh, studying sharks in South Africa. I suddenly realized like. Wow, these sharks can jump. They can breach. Yeah, and a, and a friend of mine, Chris Fallis, started f filming this. And if you ever watch Shark Week uh, on Discovery Channel, you see the flying white sharks out yeah. there. But it, when the movie came out, nobody, nobody in their right mind thought the white sharks could actually do that. And they can. They can. Oh yeah, they yeah. Can, they're really good at I mean, it. Yeah. That, that that one they had in the movie was it realistic? Yeah, actually. And did, yeah. Yeah, I would say yeah. yeah. Well, the fa interesting story is that uh, the the guy that designed the mechanical shark, Bruce was a guy named Leonard Campagno. And if you watch the credits at the end of the movie, he's the last name that comes up. Campagno was my PhD advisor like 15 years later, when he, 15 years later, but he was, he actually designed the mechanical shark. And when I first saw that, it looked really real. Yeah. Now I watch the movie now, I'm like, oh, it looks like a fake shark, <laughs> you know, but we didn't, but again, we didn't, we know a lot more now than we did then. Did, did, did they really need a bigger boat? Well, Based on the movie, yeah, I'd say so. I'd say in real life, probably not. But yeah, but in did you enjoy the movie or did you go? Yeah, oh, I love the movie. Really? Oh yeah, I, I, yeah. We, I went and saw it at the Steinbeck Theater on Cannery Row. Yeah, when I was in high school, and yeah, I mean, it was a, it was a, I mean, you're a teenager, you know, a bunch of your buddies, you go out there, and it's like, oh, that's kind of cool. It's like, yeah, you know, it was. Yeah, we I enjoyed the movie. I, yeah. What was the best part? Uh, you know, I, I, well, I, I got to say, probably when the. Uh, the shark jumping in the back of the boat was pretty kind of cool. Yeah. And then I think the uh, um, the other thing about the uh, when they had the 
when they're in the cabin that night and, and Quinn's telling the story about being on the USS Indianapolis, because yeah. that, that was a true story about the whole uh, ship sinking and stuff. Not that Quint was on the boat, but that was, so those are kind of things that stood out in my mind. Yeah. And of course, when he, at the end of the movie, this sort of this invincible shark, that was the other thing I didn't know at the time, but you know, they kept putting these like big uh, uh, flotation things in there. Yeah. The shark's pulling these things around. In real life, that you, the, you know, a couple of those, you'll, you'll, you can get a, catch a white shark really easy because they'll yeah. dive a few times, they'll tire out, and they pretty much, they'll die pretty quickly. So that, that was definitely a big stretch in the movie versus the reality. Yeah. Yeah. Would you so, pay money to go see it again? Uh, probably not. <laughs> I've, seen, I've, I've seen it so many times. But, yeah. But, you know, my, my lab over at Moss Landing Marine Laboratories, we, we get together, my students and I, and like usually the end of the year, end of, end of the semester, We'll get some cheesy shark attack movie out there, yeah. And we'll, and we'll get some pizza and beer, and we'll watch a movie, just some yeah. some movie. It's just, it's fun to do. You enjoy uh, you enjoy spotting the white sharks out the white sharks out here in the Monterey Bay. Rather, I know you go I know you go worldwide, uh, yeah. and, and pretty much go after you want you research sharks that aren't well that aren't well known. Right. There's one shark that's very well known. That's the great white shark. Yes. So you yeah. kind of stay away from those. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're kind of, I mean, I've actually done some research on on them. I did, in fact, I was involved when I was a graduate student, the first age and growth paper on white sharks was yeah. done here at Moss Landing mm -hmm. Marine Laboratories, and I was a grad master student at the time. So I've done some research on them, but there's just so many other things that are really cool to, to learn about. And like, what I think about the white sharks here in the Bay is the fact there's so many out there over the last sort of seven, eight years, there's just been these concentrations of these sort of six to eight foot sharks out there which to me speaks very well of the health of the population of out the here. monterey bay yeah and just yeah. i mean the health of the marine environment in general because right. you know so the big the big myth is that the, you know obviously this is a surfing town but the big myth is that the kelp that we have outside of you know pleasure point is the is 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 a barrier for mm -hmm. uh for great for yeah, no, sharks. no no it's not no no if, so if, they, if they're chasing if they're chasing a seal and they'll, they'll go through just go yeah through. You, you can literally go on instagram or social media you can find pictures of white sharks cruising through the kelp yeah it's not that hard to find really if yeah. you go around and look at them and so. for someone like me who likes to surf manresa yeah we just we've just we talked about where me surfing <laughs> <laughs> nice knowing you buddy <laughs> so me surfing manresa i'm likely to get visited by you you probably get visited more than you realize yeah you know and and the thing is usually it's a good thing if you see them because it's the one you don't see it's going to be the prob problematic yeah. shark yeah that might taste you yeah <laughs> on stuff but yeah i mean it's it's you you only really even when you're up we're up the helicopter looking at them yeah you can only see the ones that are kind of close to the surface and usually they're just under the water do they, do they like the murky water no white sharks like the clear water okay they're not as, they're not too much into the mur they're not as murky you can tell because they have a large they have a large eye some of the sharks that have smaller eyes like the murky water okay a local example here would be the seven gill shark Okay. They, they can do better. Your, you should, that's your cup of tea, right? That's seven, my cup of tea. That's your cup of tea. Yep. That, that but we be, don't see the seven gill ones out here, do we? They're out here, but we don't see them. We rarely ever see them. Okay. All right. But they're here. Yeah. You know, it doesn't mean if you, if you go to the Monterey Bay Aquarium, you can see them in the big kelp tank there. Okay. Yeah. Mr. Dave, I want to appreciate you coming on the show today. Thanks. You're, you're a great guest, and uh, I want to promote your your books. Also, want to promote your uh, your your yep. podcast. Yep. My next book's due out in May. Okay. Uh, you can follow me on social media, uh, uh, Lost Shark Guy on Instagram and on Facebook. Yeah. And uh, please check out my podcast, Beyond Jaws. I do with Andrew Lewin, and we have a YouTube uh, channel, and we have audio, and we're on all the platforms, Spotify, Apple, stuff. Check us out. You'll love it. Thanks, buddy. Yep. Uh, good afternoon. Neil here.